0: Just realized that
1: the air conditioner is not off. The air conditioner
0: so, is not off.
1: If it kicks on, hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's not terrible but, during this section. Yeah, welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam, and we are going. We are here for a special time today and since we have some hot things in front of us we need to go ahead and do this before they become not hot so this is the first annual paxto ween -ween. even though we're a month (laughs) late because i'm very forgetful and i um don't know how to read a calendar, apparently. Just Who a cares? number of things. Um, but we're we're a little late. But every year on Bill Paxton's birthday, we the plan is to watch a Bill Paxton movie. And the man loved fried foods. That's probably why he's no longer with us. So we, I've decided to <laughs> not only review a Bill Paxton movie, but also some fried foods in the spirit of Bill Paxton. Boom! All right, so we chose a local restaurant called Wagner's. And um, let's let's get some things started. I want
0: to say this: Wagner's is under new management, so there's a reason to test this. We'll
1: see what happens. But here, let's start with some uh, corn fritters. They're really just corn nuggets. I'm not excited about this at all. Any of these things? Not the corn fritters part. Why? Because it's just deep fried corn. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Well, it's
0: very round. It just looks like they buy it in a package. Oh, absolutely. They'll make those throw themselves. it into a fryer.
1: We'll see how it goes. Here we go. Blech. Horrendous. I think it may be like cream corn. Oh God, it's horrendous for me. You are being dramatic.
0: That's really bad for me.
1: Well, you do have napkins. You can spit it out if you don't.
0: I also do not think feel you can shit. handle it.
1: And this is rough on me. It's because you keep spending all your time in the sun. You're, you're exhausting yourself with the sun. The, the sun, sun is evil. Next so up...
0: are we going to do these like a rating-wise on an Oliver the Rock and Roll scale? You want to do that? Yep.
1: All right, so zero to ten. Corn fritters from Wagner's. A one for me. Ooh, baby. I'd give them probably a six and a half, but I don't think that they really, like, as of what they are, I don't think they deserve to be any higher than that. Do you like other corn items like this? Yeah, I get those, like, corn nugget things. Oh, yeah from another place in town. um, I would say that this is very relative, maybe potentially the exact same thing. Really?
0: Possibly. So you're into it, in general. You're into it. Yeah,
1: it's not bad. I'm not against it. Let's uh, try the next thing. Get out of my life,
0: corn. All
1: right, next up, we're doing these pickle fries here, which are actually little, little fries. Little fries? Usually they're like whole wedges, and it's a lot of pickle. This is way smaller than what I expected.
0: It's all right. I think it's one of my favorite sort of fried pickle things because the uh, ratio ratio is kind of correct and it's not going to just like you know when you get fried pickles and it just slides out of the outer shell and then you just have like this hot pickle shell in your hand
1: and then and a huge pickle pickle hanging out of your mouth it's also it's too big yeah it's too much. I'd but, put a pickle chip. But not I'd, good. I'd even say it's better than a pickle chip, personally. Um, Sick Sam with a super red face. You go ahead and rate this zero out of ten for the pickle chip. Four or, I'm sorry, fry. out of ten
0: on the pickle fry. Not a pickle chip, pickle fry. Let's see if I puke on camera.
1: You really think it, you're there? I'm pretty close. You're nauseated?
0: I'm not feeling good at all
1: all right so well i guess we'll just push through this because we are not going to be recording the second half uh, or the second part for a while um i'm gonna give it an eight i think that they're fantastic i like fried pickle things and i think that that's probably one of the best i've had are you okay to move on to the next thing no
0: i'm gonna go vomit right now oh my god Okay. I've taken care of myself. I'm feeling better than I was just a minute ago. I feel very sweaty, but I feel better than I was.
1: So you did get sick.
0: I did not puke. I just had oh, I to thought go... I you did. No, I just had to go lay on a cold floor for a second. Nausea just overtook me real heavily. I got a major headache, and it's just...
1: Did you take any medicine for oh, this headache?
0: Yeah. I took a lot of medicine for this headache. Okay.
1: Well, All right.
0: But I can move on. I swear my taste buds are not being affected by the sickness. Corn, not good. That. The pickles. <laughs> nah. eh.
1: I'm excited for these. Uh... Hot cheese. Hot pepper cheese cubes. Ow. I think it's interesting because it's not, it's not typical. And it's not spicy at all in my eyes. Oh, there's a spice in Is the that? end. It's it's minimal, but it exists.
0: I'm not there.
1: It feels more <clears throat> or seems more processed. Like it's like it's a cheese that's pumped into it or something versus it actually being really like real cubes of cheese. That's
0: what I was gonna say. Instead of chunks of cheese, it's like cheese goop uh syringed inside of a
1: so, so <laughs> a crusty far shell. all this stuff is just taken out of a bag from the freezer mm-hmm. and uh, in. now something that's not that they are actually popular for sandal this this is the
0: part i've been looking forward to the most
1: even as a not feeling good at all
0: guy right now it's feeling well as a I'm
1: taking this better looking one
0: not doing too well guy The fried chicken is the thing I've wanted. And I'm eating a chicken leg, because that's the classic chicken piece for me. So we have some... you got a chicken breast, right?
1: That's that's what I like. Breast to the test. We call
0: it the breast test. All right, you ready to do this? Eat fried chicken in the honor of Bill Paxton.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Weren't they notoriously super peppery? Yeah. Hmm. I think they changed their chicken. It looks different. It looks more like red.
0: Yeah, it's dry. hmm I've got a piece of dark meat and it's dry. How do you do that? Overcook it. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed at all, Wagner. Yeah,
1: wow, I th- I think that That's... they. Uh, this new management takeover has not necessarily been the most positive thing. Right? Now, it could be different based on who's actually cooking.
0: Yeah.
1: It shouldn't, be.
0: No. No, I'm not a fan of this chicken. It used to be much more moist. Oh.
1: Well, I think it's still very tasty. There's not much fried chicken that I would uh, scoff at, personally. Um, <laughs> scoff. But I would, uh, I would definitely say that it's changed. It's not the same than it used to be. And I noticed that at first. It's this, like, red color. Like, brownish red. And it was always, like, it was different. The crust was different. Because it had this like crust to it yeah. almost. Yeah. It's like, like a thickness. It's
0: even lightly breaded. It's not even a like skinned up. Mm-hmm. You know I like to rip the skin off and eat it like I'm Hannibal Lecter.
1: <laughs> yeah, they've definitely made some changes here. So Sam, I'm going to go ahead and unless you need to swallow first. Oh, I'm good. Go. Would you like to go ahead and rate this zero out of ten all the, over the Rock and Roll The cats. chicken, I'm giving a six.
0: Okay. Not impressed. It used to be better.
1: I'm, because i know that it was good and it was notoriously known for being very it was the it was very peppery sometimes almost questionably peppery yeah too peppery but that's what you went there for mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was the whole thing so i'm gonna say because i know it's not as good as it used to be i'm gonna just give it a five it's it's not bad chicken it, i mean chicken's chicken
0: Chicken is chicken.
1: But it's a—it's uh, not as good as it used to be. So yeah,
0: Sorry, Bill Paxton. None of the fried foods knocked
1: it out of the park for me.
0: We're going to mm. have to travel across state lines next Paxton. I week. don't know.
1: I like these pickle fries. You're into the pickle fries. I think the pickle fries are my favorite of everything.
0: Well, I'm glad you found something that uh, grabs onto your fried food loving heart mm-hmm. and didn't disappoint because... Yeah. God damn you, Wagner's. I'm out.
1: Oh.
0: Yep. All right, so what's the plan, Michelle? All right, we're so gonna We're going to take gonna, a break.
1: Yeah, we're going to take a break. I'm going to eat. I haven't had dinner yet. I don't know what he's going to do because he's not feeling well. Nope. Um, and then uh, we'll come back and... Uh, but for you, we're just going to come back and talk
0: about Brain Dead. Oh, and if you haven't watched Brain Dead, I suggest you watch this movie. It's on be for free. You can't explain this. We're going to try and explain this movie and talk about this movie, but holy shit I'll words have, are not gonna do
1: it i'll have no problem explaining this movie and explaining how i feel about it this will be easy as pie
0: easy as pie all right well sorry i almost died and puked in the middle of this episode well at the beginning of this section uh i'm sorry i feel like i ruined paxton toween because now i'm just feeling like shit
1: yeah it's like having a whole bunch of candy in front of you but it's not candy it's stuff that can't really be reheated yeah. so I'll except for the, the chicken, chicken. But we'll see how this goes, I guess. All right, sorry. Hey, you can't help if
0: you feel bad. But we'll be back, everyone. We'll be back. To talk about this goddamn movie. Bye. Yay,
1: bye. Couple of critics. Couple of critics. Now I hope and pray that I will, but today I am still just a bill ah we are back we are back i'm alive you're alive and it is a week later (laughs) we have
0: traveled time i must sound much better than i did at the beginning of whatever that thing sounds like holy moly i was feeling like shit and speaking of holy moly I'd like to tell everyone why I think I ended up feeling so bad. Oh, I thought you were going to
1: talk about my forehead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Holy moly, look at Michelle's
1: fucking head. Holy moly, I'm (laughs) covered in them.
0: All right, so I went golfing that Sunday that we were supposed to record. Surprise, surprise. And I came up with a new invention that I like to call the hole bowl. Now, what the hole bowl is, is when you're the guy who's the biggest pothead of the group, and you you're the only one who smokes the weed so you decide i'm gonna smoke the entire bowl in one hole's length of a par three which is very short and uh i did it i i was complete and it wasn't a small one and uh it wasn't uh low grade stuff either and i think that's what knocked me out like gave me the migraine i'm not saying it like Fucked me up, but I think just that much smoke that fast just really rocked my fucking system later. I felt great when I did it. I got a par. I chipped it in for par. It was a great hole. It worked when it needed to, but I think it killed me later. You know when you, like, come down real high from something real high? I think that's what did it.
1: Yeah, I spent, like, $40 on food, and most of it just got thrown away.
0: I ate the chicken. Mm -hmm. I ate all the chicken. Mm-hmm. But I still stand by that the uh, sweet that the corn, the fried corn, was awful. And uh,
1: the more I ate it, I didn't like it as much. Yeah. I still believe that the pickle fries were the best. I liked them a lot.
0: I think I enjoy a fuller, crisper pickle. Like they were kind of a soggyish pickle since they were thinner pickles. I can talk about it more now that my head isn't
1: throbbing. It also would have been different if we had actually had them fresh there instead of me getting them in the true you know, like a styrofoam container and then driving back with them.
0: Very true. I apologize. I ruined the beginning you of didn't.
1: Paxton Ween. It's Paxtoween And Paxto-ween. I will say that you most definitely did ruin the beginning <laughs> of it. So thank you for that.
0: Yeah! I'm good at ruining stuff.
1: No, eh, whatever. You can't control what your body does. But you can't
0: control not ingesting an entire bowl in a one... Hole's length. You also
1: don't know for a fact that that's what it was. That's true. Could have been the sun exposure. You are a ginge, and you you are in the sun a lot, and your your allergies have been bugging you more lately. You've been having to take allergy medicine almost true, every day.
0: True. I haven't been taking it though. It's only twice. I should have been taking it every day. I should have been. I should have been uh, taking it every day.
1: So let's talk about what this episode's really about oh here for the first annual Paxton-Ween. Oh so what's interesting is that I've always been uh, Bill Paxton over Bill Pullman. I had no idea that in 1990, these two fellas worked together in a movie called Braindead. And uh, it's a little bit of like a... How would you identify this movie? I don't have it up in front of me. I would identify it. Genre-wise.
0: Genre-wise as a complete fucking mess. Horror, mystery, sci-fi. I would uh, put all those in there except for, "Mm, yeah, I'll take horror. That's fine.
1: The cover is a face stretched out.
0: Oh, which is bullshit. I'm going to talk about this face right off the bat. If you look at the cover of this brain dead, it's like, a face laid over, like stretched out. It looks like pinned in the corners and edges of some oh, wireframe like thing. It looks like
1: screws. Screws? That's what it looks
0: like to me. This is a uh, an effect piece from this movie that is only in it for less than a minute. And it never, ever, ever comes back again. So if you're watching this movie for that face, you get it in the first four minutes and you can just turn it off.
1: It does show you kind of, which is really weird. I feel like Bill Pullman, who is the main character in this, Dr. Rex Martin, his personality changes all throughout this fucking thing, even before the accident. It's true.
0: I feel like we got to just roundabout say what this whole movie is about before we can even talk about it. You know, like like, you almost got to give a whole shell. So would you like me to give it a go, or do you want to give it a go? Or do we both so we can see where we both think this movie was?
1: Well, according to IMDb, I will give the little uh, brief overview. Okay. In a showdown of man versus (laughs) versus machine, Martin—I don't think this is a good thing. Martin plunges into a chaotic nightmare, trying to save his mind from the— Megalomania, maniacal. I can't. I can't read today. Megalomaniacal. Megalomaniacal Corporation. I had a hard time with that the first time. I don't think that that's a a no. good thing here. So
0: that's the IMDb de- IMDb description to try and get you to watch yeah, the so movie.
1: It says here that Dr. Rex Martin, who is played by Bill Pullman, yeah. he is a leading neurosurgeon specializing in the cerebral misfunctions that cause mental illnesses. So in the beginning, when we see the face. Someone is actually like, like poking at different parts of the exposed brain while this stretched over face, which is for some reason removed. Like I don't understand any of it. Like the whole brain is is not in the head. No, Uh, they're just like making it react and like twitch and. In my estimation,
0: they just have this tool that is the face that always sits on the desk, and then they have a wall of brains behind them, and mm -hmm. they can take whatever brain they want off of that and attach it to this face. face rig and just make it do it at once. Because That's he's poking so it and the face is like blah and like moving its eyes weird. Yeah, it's like electro shock And then the guy's being creepy because he's like into it and like hey, hey, and just keeps
1: jabbing at it. it. It's very weird. So the whole idea is that this doctor, he is uh, working on, you know, what happens in the brain when you have mental illness and he went to school with a guy named Jim Reston Played by the one and only Bill Paxton.
0: The reason we are here today talking about this film.
1: That is correct. So he works for a mega corporation called Eunice, and he needs Dr. Martin's help in extracting crucial data from the mind of John Halsey, once a top mathematician at Eunice, now a paranoid in the local asylum. I think it's interesting that they just call them not like a paranoid person, but just a paranoid. You're
0: a paranoid. (laughs) It's very weird. I am a Black Sabbath
1: album. Sorry. So that's essentially the idea behind the movie is that one person is uh, dealing with brains and mental illness and his old friend who works for a company that wants this information from a mathematician who went mad, but... He, there are these missing numbers from an equation, and he needs those numbers, so he's reaching out to his friend, Dr. Bill Pullman, to...
0: <laughs> Dr. Bill Pullman, nice to meet you. To
1: get DDS. that... To see if he can use his neurosurgeon expertise to get this information from this paranoid.
0: This paranoid? Did you say who plays the
1: Paranoid. Um, is someone who we recently talked about in a, the last episode that I did of a movie, which hasn't been that long. We don't, I don't usually do no. movies this close together. I do not. Um, but there was someone whose body was taken over by God to play skee ball little known actor by the name of Bud Court Bud Court baby he's back he plays John Halsey in this I gotta say they paranoid love Bud Court in this fucking movie he's the star of this movie in my eyes acting wise let's see Bud Court is the coconut candy of the movie over the top and hideous <laughs> that was <laughs> that was my note
0: <laughs> I agree with both of those <laughs> notions over the top and hideous. I
1: feel like he he does like shaky stuff, and, oh, yeah. and it's so overacting and over the top, and just not <laughs> very realistic. So you had mentioned something when we watched this because the movie itself looks like it has not been digitally remastered.
0: At least the version we watched. We watched this on Tubi,
1: I believe. Tubi, but from what I see on IMDb, the trailer looks the same. Oh, really? So I think the movie was it's
0: just. The transfer is n- hasn't been redone since the original reel. There's been no remastering. There's been no restoration. This thing, on our TV through streaming, looked like we were watching it on a TV from 1994. In from what my memory serves, is watching a TV from 1994. Very blurry, but I will say this: it added to its appeal in my eyes because it gives it that like gauziness. Like that old horror movies had where I I liked that.
1: It felt like what it looked or it looked like what watching a movie in 1990 looked like. Yeah. So Uh,
0: and full screen. It was not widescreen.
1: I don't (laughs) have the specific information which I could go into it but by this time I know that Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton hadn't totally exploded in their careers. They had done roles they were known but they weren't huge yet because i mean this was before bill pullman was in that while you were sleeping movie and independence day and yeah like his career more took off
0: but he had done spaceballs
1: he had done spaceballs in the 80s and bill paxton had already done things like weird science
0: yeah has he done
1: aliens yet i don't know when aliens came out
0: i don't know either i'll look it up you can keep
1: talking um but this was before 1986 okay so they had both yeah. yeah, they both had established careers, but they both hadn't really bl- blown up yet. Uh, I mean, Bill Paxton was probably a little more popular. Are I would no, think no, no names at this point. I yeah, mean, they were the Aliens two. Aliens was P's. a huge
0: fucking hit, so Bill Paxton was known and like Weird Science was
1: also a hit. Yeah,
0: and he was put in uh, like video games, like that Game Over
1: Man, Game Over. Like, yeah, he was. But this was before like Tombstone. Yeah, that's true, and. True lies.
0: True lies, I think, probably gave him a... That was a big boost. Just like Tom Arnold, I think it probably gave Paxton, like, an official stamp of, this guy's a fucking movie star. Because I'll give you this. I always argue Bill Pullman versus Bill Paxton, and I'm going to pull the curtain back. You're going to pull him in the... I'm going (laughs) to pull him in the curtain back to the real Sam opinion, not the one that just irritates Michelle for the fun of irritating Michelle. Of course, Bill Paxton is much more of a movie star than Bill Pullman.
1: He, I just think he's an overall better actor.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I really just think he's that more he's... charming. He
0: seems like a more of a real guy. I think Bill Pullman is probably fine, but I could see Bill Pullman maybe being kind of a dick,
1: or just kind of that all-around guy. I saw, I watched a little bit of an interview of him giving a brief, kind of. Um, Uh, remembrance of Bill Paxton after he had passed away. Yeah. And he spoke very highly of him. They became friends. Bill Pullman did? Bill Pullman did. Okay, sweet. I love that this happens. And he, but honestly, he just sounded like an over-the-top nice guy who smiled the entire time that he talked and didn't seem like he had, he just doesn't seem like he has much of an edge or anything to him. He just seems to me kind of like a blank slate. Like he's just a nice kind of bland person. Bill Paxton ate fried food. He got drunk. If anyone, a little gap in his teeth. He did have a gap in his teeth, and I have one other note here. I have so many notes that are mostly just, it's just commentary. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I've got a page length of notes that we'll get into detail a little further.
1: So in the Bill P. v. Bill P., <laughs> only one Bill P. fucked with power and precision and it wasn't Pullman. <laughs> there's no way. If you look at them, especially in this movie, you have Bill Pullman, who's the main guy. He's the doctor, and he looks like a fucking nerd. He does look like a nerd. He's but totally nerded okay. out. And then I'm just saying the juxtaposition, though. And then you get Bill Paxton, who walks in in a suit. His fucking hair is slicked back. He's he's he, so like clean looking. Yeah, but he looks sleazy. He does, and there <laughs> he does immediately because there's a little banter back and forth between them. When before he tells him what he needs him for yeah, and asks yeah. him to go visit Halsey and he calls him like the Rex Martin Bill Pullman character calls him out for being like pompous. Yeah, yeah. So like I mean, they were in a s-
0: competition almost with each other.
1: Yeah, and it was awful. It was like you married the prettiest girl in school, and it was like, well, one of us had <laughs> to. Getting into it, detail was, here. <laughs> it was you or me, and bleh. like the acting uh, is not great in general in this oh, movie. No. The story itself is not great. I mean, no. it's an interesting idea, but it's so different to watch things. 32 years later for the first time when so many takes on things have already been done. Well, I'm
0: going to say this. When this movie came out, it it guaranteed felt dated when it came out. Because there are other movies that are far better than this that have already come out. This movie, I watched a handful of Italian horror movies back in the day and still watch a couple every once in a while. It's very like Italian. It feels weird. It's not a normal movie. It's filmed weird. The setups are weird. The shots are weird.
1: Well, it turns into a psychological thing. It does,
0: but even before that, like, when they're... Okay, like, when we first meet everybody and, like, Bill Pullman's walking down the hallway and the doctors are saying hi to him, even that setup is weird. Because he just, like, laughs at him and, like, nothing is normal
1: he seems so childish in the beginning of the movie and just kind of like hee hee and like gets uh-huh. in on poking the brain and making the reflexes happen on the face like he's just like hey, hey, into it and then yeah he he goes to his office or whatever and the 8 on the door is always sideways and then not only does he fix it he like spins Spins it it around around all the way once and And then then, puts it back and then has some weird little sly smile like it's just it's very uneasy there's something you i feel like they're trying to make you feel like he's harmless but but he's a weirdo
0: yeah and i think that like you said the acting isn't good i think no matter who was acting in this movie whoever made this movie is so weird or inept at the job or has such a strange vision Uh that, like, anybody acting in this movie would have looked bad in this movie. Like, I think he looked at Bill Pullman and said, all right, I want you to lean against the wall and turn that thing around once and give it this real weird look and a smile like you're a childish boy looking at a lollipop because that's what happens. And it's very strange all the time. And then he goes from that to, like, Real angry about stuff, like, oh, you can't do this. And then that guy goes up and gets the brain and, like, knocks stuff off. And he's like,
1: Yeah, he just seems really childish for being a neurosurgeon, and yeah. dealing with trying to find the connections between that and mental illness.
0: Oh, yeah, about how about like if your madness is moisture on the brain? They say that several oh times in this movie.
1: God, I'm glad. Did you write that down or did you just remember that? I just that? remembered it. Holy shit, I almost <laughs> wrote that down, but I didn't. I wrote things like, Paxton is so oh, smooth with his suits and his hair just go down on me already. Uh, okay. Oh, you're just ignoring that?
0: Yeah, I... <laughs> I wrote down, yes, a moist brain equals madness.
1: A moist Michelle is because of a moist paxton
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i just gotta put bill paxton on the screen and get things going is that what you're telling me i don't know
1: he has he always had kind of like a the thing to him yeah but he also has that southern boy he has the the accent
0: yeah i think you'd have more fun with bill paxton like he'd want to go
1: i don't know if you would yeah he'd want to go drink beer and eat fried food And get wild. That used to be me. I just do the fried food part now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get crazy with beer. I just enjoy the way it tastes. (laughs) No, I
0: did. And then it became a problem. (laughs) That's
1: the difference. When I say like I'm excited about it, it's because I'm going to actually enjoy it. Not I'm just doing this to get wasted. There's a difference.
0: So I.
1: So Bill, Bill Pullman does study. He seems to specialize in paranoia.
0: He's a brain guy. He's got all these brains on a shelf. Like at least 50 brains on all these shelves in glass jars and he studies them as like this one was a known
1: sociopath
0: what is the physical characteristics of this brain this one was depressed what are the physical characteristics of this brain and he's like logging all this information
1: and he said he mentioned something about like not respecting them but um, just kind of like remembering that they were individual people people, and and each one is important I
0: wrote this line down because I think it's very important for the whole rest of the movie he talks about that, how they are people. There's still who
1: Yeah, motorcycles. Yeah, can you can hear them motorcycles in the background. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and he's talking about how they still have like maybe spirits or souls. I don't know what he says in particular, but the quote that he did say is Who knows what journey they're on? And I think that line is for the whole rest of the movie. If you because when we watched it the second time, I clicked onto that because I was like. This movie needs maybe five watches before you'll understand and get all the references or what's going on.
1: I, I specifically, between the two watches that we had, had to kind of read about it because I was kind of confused. I feel like it just throws yeah. so... And I think movies do that a lot, which is why I don't click into movies a lot of times on the first watch. Because I feel like I miss things if they're not spelled out. And especially so if, if you're uh, just already throwing out names and things when it's like, I don't even know who this is or what, <laughs> I don't have anything to attach this yeah. to. So then later on, I'm just like, what? When you technically said it at the beginning, but you're just giving me information right. that I just, yeah, I didn't have...
0: And this movie's not a conventional anything. movie at all. It's not a conventional plot line. It's not a conventional thing. It's not a conventional movie in any way, shape or form. Because once something happens, this movie goes on a journey. It's not... This happens, here we go into like, how are these people going to interact with each other? It's a complete art piece in my mind. It's not even about like storyline A to B to C. It's just, here's an incident that happens, now we're going to show you some shit that we made. That's it. It's nothing like, here's a goal, it's just we're going to show you some shit.
1: (laughs) We're going to show you some shit. (laughs) Yeah, show you some shit. Oh, Oh, I forgot about (laughs) the noontime. I don't know if anyone can even hear it. The microphones might not even be picking it up. But they're, they test the sirens well, now. At noon every Saturday and uh, Don't worry, everything's fine Wump, It happens there it is. every
0: noon at Saturday
1: So it's interesting that Since Bill Pullman already does Study paranoia He is approached by Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton God damn it, this is going to be impossible <laughs> Billy Paxton I know who is who, but when it's two <laughs> Bill P's It's just going to get tucked What's Bill Paxton's t- name in this movie? Well, Did you write that down? No, I have it here. It's Rex Martin and Jim Reston. Jim so, Reston. Rex and Jim. Okay, Rex and Jim. Jim's my dad's name. And and I, Rex
0: is the bass player from Pantera.
1: Well, I'd like to make uh, Bill Paxton my daddy, but he is dead. That's disgusting. That's the grossest thing I've said in a while. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> it's a fucking weird thing that when people connect things like mommy and daddy into sexual things yeah. and now it's just like stepmommy and stepdaddy oh, yeah. and, and stepsister that, that, and brother that way you can feel
0: not so bad
1: about it because of the step cuz it's yeah. not real blood even yeah. though it's still fucking wrong and i bet that legitimately happens go guarantee all the time baby. especially now when
0: they're putting a kink for it out there
1: <laughs> okay
0: so, well, yeah, Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman. Like Michelle said earlier, the crux of this biscuit is that Bill Paxton...
1: Needs him for someone
0: who is paranoid. For some company that does some shit that they're not exactly telling you what they do. They kind of have their hands in some nefarious shit, it feels And
1: they like. do all kinds of things. Because yeah. they also own... I don't, they own a mental hospital that he is at. Yeah, it, that's true. So they're...
0: They seem like one of those old conglomerate uh, companies that just like, we have our hands in a little bit of... Everything, which means yeah, like,
1: weaponry. Yeah, it sounds like Eunice is just a company that's trying to take over everything. Yeah, it's going to be the world. It's, yeah. It's
0: like uh, Whalen Yutani later in the Alien series or already in the Alien series. I forgot.
1: Yeah, you need to line things up better. Sorry.
0: It's weird when you watch this movie and you watch Aliens, you're like, well, cinematography wise, Aliens had to come out after this movie. Nope.
1: Aliens had more money, they, they way, must have had just a way money.
0: bigger budget. Bigger budget. I bet they spent most of their budget on just getting Bill Paxton.
1: So, since Pullman does get hard for paranoia, he does go to. Uh, <laughs> he does decide to go to Eunice and he does uh, look at meet this John Halsey guy who is clearly paranoid. From the moment he meets him, he's just like, Who sent you? Was oh, yeah. it my this wife? Is,
0: this is Halsey. This is Bud Court. Uh, he supposedly uh, murdered his wife, his children. And a couple of other people. They didn't say who the couple of other people were, but he murdered some people.
1: One day he just went mad.
0: And according to Bill Paxton at Eunice, he was like this great mathematician who figured out some shit. And like maybe some like scary shit. Sometimes they give a vibe that maybe it's like a big fucking bomb.
1: Well, he even brings up that he thinks that he might be, the company thinks that he might be faking it. To just not give them the information that they want because it's clearly something big.
0: Yeah. And something like dangerous,
1: I feel. And then they even say like. You get like a world domination feeling from the Jim Reston character that he's just so like sleek and smooth and doesn't really answer questions fully. Everything is just very guided. And is willing to do anything,
0: it seems, and take anybody out that he needs to. Because they even say about Halsey look, if we can't get the numbers out of his brain, you at least need to make him. So essentially, he doesn't remember anything. Lobotomize <laughs> him without lobotomy. Because yeah. it's
1: weird. He shows this old lobotomy <laughs> video, which is weird because the. um. Let's see here. Doo, 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 doo. Where did I put that? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Why Why was the doctor giving a lobotomy not wearing sleeves? That's disgusting.
0: Oh, it's, it felt like, like a backyard in the shed kind of lobotomy. It looked going like a on. snuff film. Yeah, for some it reason. It was very Phil, odd. Phil Paxton showing like the committee uh, an old film of a lobotomy to convince them that, like, what bill pullman's getting ready to do is the future of like brain correction because not only in this whole scheme are they trying to get whatever numbers out of halsey's head it's also we're gonna start our own little brain company hey you have paranoia problems we're gonna fix you this guy can open up your fucking head and stick some shit in it and fix your brain
1: well, one thing that I think is it's kind of like a, just a side note regarding the actual production of the movie. There seems to be so much ADR in this movie.
0: Oh, it's almost the whole thing. An
1: insane amount of voiceover. Which
0: also makes it very 80s Italian. Because that's all like... In old Italian horror movies, half the actors spoke English and half the actors were speaking
1: Latin. Well, I think that this is why. <laughs> there's So there's some trivia that I have here, which okay. is interesting about this movie. <laughs> Lay it on me. I'm very excited about trivia. Well... Uh, and there's there's not a whole lot so that's good so i can just kind of get through this so bill pullman did mention that he went to miskatonic university you mentioned something um,
0: which is from reanimator okay so you do
1: remember that so this is uh it's supposedly located and yeah has to do with hp lovecraft but there it's supposed to be connected because i think it's like the same person or something there's some connection really
0: that deep huh
1: There's some reanimator connection to Hmm. this, but not like in... Yeah, I don't know.
0: The reanimator people wouldn't say that, but the brain-dead people will say that?
1: Maybe. (laughs) And it does say here, it says in the late 80s, that uh, Julie Corman, I'm not sure who that is, got summer interns to go through several, several hundred old scripts. Is that Roger Corman's wife? Oh, yeah, okay. So... I guess, I guess so. The best one they discovered was one written by Charles Beaumont for Roger Corman in the 60s. Mm. So they they liked it. They updated it. And that's what this movie and that's is. that's what this movie is? Yes. So oh, it that, actually is it like an old 60s? 60s style movie that oh, they upgraded. Man. This
0: movie would have been so much better if it was made in the 60s.
1: It says here, H.P. Lovecraft created a fictional medical doctor character named Dr. Halsey. Late in the movie, he turned... Halsey turned out to be a medical doctor because things started getting really fucking. One thing about why I think that there was a ton of ADR. This was shot in twenty days. Wow! So they just shot what they shot. Wow! And then had to go back and do ADR. Two
0: shots at most, or two one or two takes at most. Mm -hmm. Wow! Because there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie. While we're like saying it's kind of a mess and it's really weird and it's shot poorly, there's a lot happening
1: so he goes and i think d- he sees this stuff happen i don't remember because dr halsey is there is this this is this happens right And his brain like they do the whole thing where they kind of like make him dumb has that happened yet or is okay, that so is that in the later s- in the future
0: this is we got to get to a point where the, the whole story turns so it's still i'm trying to work not, up to that right yeah, now so it's still <laughs> what i would call normal world uh, he has met Halsey. He has agreed that he's going to open his brain. And, like, that's when Bill Paxton has shown the film. And then he opens up a door and Paul H- Palsy.
1: <laughs> there's basically Halsey's... like a conference room full of people in charge yeah. who are yeah. like, there's a lot on the line for this. And you get the idea that if Dr. Rex Martin can't help Jim Reston with this. Like, this is vital information that he keeps saying, I could lose my job. Yeah. So he's really pushing that this happens. So there's, like, a whole room of people trying to convince that this doctor can give us what we need.
0: Yeah, and they're all watching what's about to be a brain surgery on Halsey, who they open the thing, and Halsey's sitting there with the whole top of
1: his scalp gone. Which he clearly just just has like, he's also just wearing a cap that has clearly just fake thing and that they later sit on someone else's head as well. (laughs) Exactly. It's just like a
0: (laughs) metal band that would go around the forehead, which I'm sure the prosthetic piece is already in that metal band. Oh, yeah. And they never even have to put it on his head. He's just like, all right, stick your head in there. Looks good. Just make sure you stay clamped in because they do kind of clamp them down. And he just does this wild brain surgery. And he which, just
1: asks questions and pokes him in places and yeah, just keeps like, are these, you with me? Are uh, you with me?
0: I normally don't like to explain movies too much, but
1: this movie requires explanation. If so this If you haven't get seen it, then <laughs> yes. I really don't think that it needs to be that lengthy, but we'll see what we can do.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, he, he's putting metal probes into his brain and asking him questions. So I'm like, I think it's almost like a mini shock it's like an electroshock, thing. yeah. But this is when it starts to get artsy. This is when, like, the brain stuff starts coming in because as he's asking him questions like, do you remember your name or any, like, basic questions, he starts – Halsey is seeing these visions where, like, he's in an old folks home. But he's still in the like seat. And I love these shots. These are awesome shots. This is why it's cool. Mm-hmm. He's like still in the the chair, the, the brain chair where it's like locked him in and his head's still exposed. But he's like in a nursing home.
1: It looks like an old dentist's chair. Yeah.
0: And he's like in this old Victorian with two old ladies' you but it's, like
1: having tea with him. But it's
0: not their voices. It's like Bill Pullman's voice and Bill asking Pattinson's questions voice, asking questions. So it's this real artsy, cool thing. And then
1: he's on a beach still in the chair. yeah, and then his dead family appears, but they're not talking to him. <laughs> they're just like, "Dr. Halsey, blah blah blah, because yeah. it's the only things that you're actually hearing are the questions being and asked. going on by in doctor. real life. And yeah.
0: Halsey's in his own brain doc- world. and I love it when uh, it shows the little girl. Asking a question, and it's that one like head of the company's dude's voice, and it's, and like, it's very deep. He's like, What are you gonna do, Halsey? <laughs> something like that. And it's the little girl, and they're all bloodied up, like you can tell they were the murdered family. It they're looked not like he up.
1: killed them with an axe it because did. they had like well, he said he just them. They were okay. just yeah, That's Halsey right. went
0: full bore and fucking slaughtered people, which is wild. Come on, if if you don't see any
1: of it, you just know that it happened. It's just a story, and they said it. If Eunice
0: thinks that, if Eunice thinks he's faking it, it's pretty far to go faking it to fucking brutally dismember your whole family and a couple of other people, mind you.
1: Uh, They don't think that he was faking the crazy. They necessarily Uh, think he
0: knows the numbers still and just doesn't want to give it.
1: Yeah, so so that's where he's faking. But you're, but he's just identified as a parent a paranoid person so he's not like
0: yeah but he like makes up stories that like he worked at a furniture place and he was the
1: accountant there and he worked for this mattress guy (laughs) i don't remember what that guy's name was it was all very weird and but this whole time by the way bill pullman just is bringing this brain around with him he has a brain in a jar that he takes to this place with him yeah and then he when when it's all over And after he uh, sticks something, there's a part where you can, like, where in a lobotomy, it's known to go above the eye. And, like, you do something behind the eye. But this is, like, straight into the brain where they actually, like.
0: Yeah, it goes, like, six inches deep in this fucking dude's brain.
1: And then, like, shock it. And then he's just like,
0: who are you? it fixes him. But it seems to me like it would just kill him. (laughs) (laughs)
1: it seems like it would kill him and who's to say that just because it it reset his brain memory wise that's not necessarily going to reset the violent i mean is that just in the same place Well,
0: okay i think this is when he accepts that the violent tendencies are gone because he asked him like did you kill your family and he's like no he did and he's like who and he's like the oh yeah the guy black and white and red all over and he's referencing that like when Halsey looks around he sees this the visions this, of this uh, this guy in a white suit just laughing but he's covered in blood and like wherever he's standing around him is also like blood spattered mm-hmm. and he's like asking him do you see him yes he's in the corner and then he like moves the wand a little That's bit right. and asks him again and he doesn't see the guy anymore and he remembers the original name and he says i was a mathematician for this company and like he's back to quote
1: normal and then Which everyone this is
0: where i'm confused in the, this is the only part of the movie that well, like I'm it truly seems confused like a success
1: on. though because everyone claps and is happy yeah. about it oh
0: yeah and for halsey's supposedly cured even though later we, we, we see don't. him and he's still like <laughs> he's like weird and shaking in that room but here's where it gets weird well they stabbed him in the brain <laughs> yeah it's true because what happens here in a minute explains the rest of the movie for me but what happens here is still not explained for me now, Bill Pullman, who has fixed Halsey's brain and asked him about the man that he was seeing, who's black and white and red all over. Now,
1: Bill Pullman looks in a corner and sees this man. Yeah, so he's able to like eradicate this thought process that that Halsey has somehow by by stabbing him in the brain, and then somehow by him playing God, it like transfers over to him. Yeah, so now, he's now he like sees
0: sick with this this. Affliction of seeing this
1: man and can't like he his personality immediately changes after yeah, this starts a little frantic and he uh, just like isn't really listening to people yeah, and then Bill, still at
0: Eunice and everyone's trying to be like congratulations doctor we're gonna have a new business and, and Bill just, Pullman's oh,
1: like yeah you're gonna be you're gonna thank me for this and like it because he was hesitant and Bill Pullman Jim Reston you know was i mean paxton god damn it this is so hard (laughs) jim reston uh yeah he was just like this this can make you famous it's gonna make you a lot of money essentially like this is gonna be good for you for sure to get him to do it and then he just immediately was just like a frail man that didn't really know what to do uh and then he went to dinner
0: no, isn't he walking, isn't this when he leaves oh. and he gets in
1: an argument with a homeless man about a brain? Yeah, this is when this that This is happens. when the,
0: the whole turning point happens.
1: This is when the turning point happens, because I was trying to, I was thinking like, wait, but he's really weird then. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so he's leaving with his brain. Yeah, that brain in the jar jar that
0: you referenced, that supposedly, he just likes to carry brains around. I don't know why
1: he felt like he needed to take it to the meeting when they were actually doing something with a live
0: brain. It makes you look more official when you've got extra brains hanging around. I guess so. (laughs) Just a
1: a jar with dirty water and a brain. Oh, by the way,
0: I love how they were willing to just make Halsey brain dead if it didn't work.
1: <laughs> you know, as long as it,
0: he just wasn't gonna be that's such a brutal company thing. But
1: then they wouldn't have been able to get the number no matter what. So but then they don't
0: want anyone else to get the number. That's the important thing. Oh, as that's a company. true. They did say that. Yep. But yeah, he's leaving the company. He's feeling sort of successful, but weird because he's seeing this guy and he hasn't told anyone.
1: And he like almost steps out into traffic, like it's very weird. Yeah. Like and like jumps back very you know terribly because yeah. I've said it so many times. And then we get he's to not a good actor. Then we get to meet. <laughs> His, his I also put here, Bill Pullman's acting is as thin as his upper lip.
0: <laughs> so now we get to meet one of the dirtiest homeless people that I've ever seen on screen or in real life. Uh, he's just hanging out outside. It's like he ate a bunch of building. Oreos and
1: didn't... Uh lick him off his teeth before swallowing
0: yeah and then took a bunch of them and crushed them in his hands and rubbed it on his face too
1: oh he he's was, almost
0: wearing blackface he was
1: covered in soot he's and like a drinking brain. a huge bottle of liqueur.
0: <laughs> yeah he's got a big beard he looks over at bill Pullman, and this part is hilarious bill Pullman on the street like waiting to cross to try and get to his car holding this brain jar he's like <sighs> motherfucker my brain, yeah,
1: Motherfucker. goddamn son of a bitch. <laughs> and he just that part where he's like, he's back. like, shit, fuck, that guy's got my brain." <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious and it's so out of nowhere.
0: Walks up to Bill Pullman and anybody in this situation, when somebody's coming at you, reaching out with their arms, you would be like, you'd start backing up,
1: or you'd like turn away from them yeah, or something. Cause He's, he's like, "That's something. my brain. That man's brain. got my, you. Have my
0: brain." They fucking do the tug of war with the brain jar. In classic like '70s sitcom
1: fashion, and do the old, huh? no. and then somehow <laughs> it, it just flies me. so high in the air. I don't know how that works. If you're, he was like holding it like a baby, yeah. so it just physically didn't make sense for it to be thrown up like that. <laughs> thrown up in the air, and
0: then I guess Bill Pullman and trying yeah. to save the brain runs out in the street. Is that
1: how that happened? Everything happened so quickly, and they didn't see. I couldn't even tell if on the first watch who it was who got. Who, whose head hit the windshield and busted yeah. the windshield of the car. So, it did not make... I mean, everything was just so it quick is... and not really dumbing it down. Like, I feel like I needed this to be dumbed down a little more. Oh, it's not... You have
0: to pay attention. Yeah. For such a poorly filmed movie, you have to pay attention. It is Bill Pullman, so he runs out in the street to try and catch the brain. He gets nailed by a car. He goes into the windshield. You see his head hit the windshield, do that classic spider web break. Mm-hmm. Uh, the brain hits the uh car too and it explodes and this weird ooze is going everywhere it's like
1: yeah, this weird green liquid and this is when the movie finally Changes. takes
0: it's very very strange turn and just uh becomes the unconventional movie that it is it's already been weird and filmed strange but it was still like normal and you were like following a storyline
1: and this is why I think the, the movie probably doesn't need to be uh, extremely long because exactly. it's essentially, or like the the episode and talking yeah, about it because yeah, yeah. it's essentially what happens is everything just starts being flipped upside down. All of a sudden, like Bill Pullman's just kind of out of his mind. He's, he, I he's like... I mean, he gets like,
0: by a car and then the next scene, he's driving in his car.
1: Yeah, he's just kind of like fumbly a little bit and like confused and just kind of like really just confused you think someone's following him but like his wife is driving yeah, behind just, him just because you see
0: you see the hit happen and the next scene is just
1: him in his car like there's no explanation oh he does like tell his wife like oh yeah there are I had an accident no that's later today. that's later okay
0: like that's how this movie shot there's like weird restarts of what's going on because
1: Jim did say I'll see you at dinner tonight after the weird thing with Eunice because he was yeah. supposed to meet the boss yeah. at dinner that was the whole plan of that happening was, you know, I'll see you later. So then, after the whole car thing happens, he is on his way to the restaurant to meet Jim and the guy from Eunice, who, like, they all agreed to work together. So they're going to dinner, and his yeah. wife is going to. Yeah. Palms. But,
0: like, so it's just this weird. I think we should take a break now before we get into this whole shlemiel of weird brain shit. And weird cutscenes.
1: Heisenfeffer Incorporated. Yes, Heisenfeffer
0: Incorporated. Because we sitting at an hour, I think it's a good time for breaking. Because I want to get some water, and uh, we're gonna listen to this.
1: This is some corn bugs called Brain Dead. <laughs> if you don't Brain know De- corn bugs, we did an is, episode, oh, did we?
0: Yeah. Well, if you didn't listen to that episode, it is Bill Mosley and Buckethead, and sometimes Brain, the drummer. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. I'm going to get some water, probably pee, and we'll get into we'll this weird-ass shit that's going to happen. Bye. a rain in my mind, and there's a lot of Here's a
1: princess, Hey there, Melody Makers. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast Presents... Yes, That Melody! It's the game where each person has to guess the melody of a song they've never heard before just by reading the lyrics. We've each chosen a song that the other doesn't know and have given them only the lyrics so each person can take a blind stab at the melody of the chorus of their song. Is Sam a regular songbird with a natural talent and eye for musical arrangements? Is Michelle going to stomp that ginger bird into the dirt? Listen on and see who can... Guess that melody! Welcome, welcome, fatty females and masculine men. Oh, I'm the last one that you said. Yes. I'm fat, <laughs> and I just looked at a camera like it's there. That's funny. Oh, no, did you? you took oh, a I camera take? Hey, I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. All right, welcome to. Guess we should that we should, should just start
0: filming these and just this. We just make this a new game show. We should. I don't know why we don't. An online YouTube game show.
1: That's why we should just film a whole bunch of these <sighs> and record a whole bunch of them uh, and guess
0: that melody.
1: Guess that melody. All welcome right.
0: everyone. Welcome. Uh, you're in the middle of Paxton Ween. Which has been a roller coaster of emotion, as you've heard so far. It's... <laughs> and now we're uh, recording this the night before this episode comes out. So that's why I'm talking about this right yeah. now. But we're here to have fun, everybody. We are, and we're going
1: to switch things up. This time Sam is connected first, so he's actually going to start this Guess That Melody. Yes, I'm which interested. means
0: I have gotten the lyrics for this section that we'll send to Michelle through text. Right now, it's true, ladies and gentlemen. I've got my wife's cell phone number. Pretty fucking lucky. All right, sending it over the waves right now into the air to Michelle. She will read these lyrics for the first time. She's going to be like, who is this? Maybe she's heard me do this before.
1: Oh, I, re- I remember this. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. I'm probably not going to get it quite right, but okay. I remember it to an well, extent. What? Do you just so, want to sing because you think you have an so edge So what here? I have here, I have zombified, zombified, zombified. My baby been zombified. My girl is more dead than alive. She ain't got no love in her eyes. She says, but she don't cry. My baby been zombified. I know how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> because,
0: right.
1: because I've heard you sing it. All right. Did All you right. accidentally hear me sing it earlier? Oh, were you? I- <laughs> Did you I'll let that you one? sing it first and then I'll <laughs> say the story afterwards. All right. I don't remember there being three at the beginning, so that's throwing me off. (laughs) It's weird.
0: Uh, Okay, maybe take one of those out.
1: Okay, I can do that, because yeah, I thought that's well, it can't. was only two. No,
0: I should have read that before. But
1: zombified, fine. zombified. My baby been a zombified. My girl is more dead than alive. She ain't got no love in her eyes, she says. But she don't cry, I don't know. I this, There's absolutely no melody to this. Hold on. Zombified, zombified. My baby been a zombified. My girl is more dead than alive. She ain't got no love in her eyes, she says but she don't cry. My baby been a zombified. (laughs) Okay, you did not get as close
0: as I thought you were getting No, because I don't really know it. I think
1: I've only also known you kind of doing caricature-type singing of it and just being ridiculous. So here's the story of this song. I had chosen it just a
0: handful of minutes ago, and I went to the refrigerator to get what they call a refreshment. And as I'm opening the refrigerator, I started singing this song, and then I went, whoop, (laughs) whoop. Got to stop doing that. So this song, you didn't even guess like genre or anything like that.
1: Um, No, I didn't. You got um, any idea? I feel like it's more it? punk even though I sing in a little more new wavy. Um,
0: now what I would call this, Michelle, is a little bit of rockabilly. Is that what it is? The band is called Southern Culture on the Skids and the song... It's called Zombified, of course.
1: I went too fast. It's also weird because it's like it's not an even like what would you call like eight bars or eight beats.
0: Yeah. But it just does this the whole song. Normally I like to choose a chorus for you, but this is one of those songs where it's just kind of the same vocal phrasing over and over again, so I would just consider it the main line of the song. Uh, I'm not that big into rockabilly, but that uh,
1: um, Southern southern culture culture on the
0: skids, there's a movie called Blood Feast 2 that they do the whole soundtrack for, and Kent and I just absolutely fell in love over it.
1: Ooh, like with each other? Yeah, we had sex. (laughs) Oh, you didn't have... There doesn't have to be uh, sex to have love, but Mm. you can do whatever you need to do, I suppose. Uh, I
0: turned the volume all the way down in case you had a mishap on what I'm supposed to be
1: singing. It actually connected and it didn't try to play anything, so that's nice. All right, I'm going to go ahead and send this to you, Sam, because it's your turn.
0: Much like Mike TV, through the waves, you will come into my hands.
1: Uh, And much like that child did into that creepy old man, he came into his hands. That's what I'm
0: saying. I jerked off the actor who played Mike TV and he came into my hands. And it came out in those little pixels that go through the sky. Makes sense. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have the lyrics. I will read them out loud to you right now. I'm a regular guy who stays out of trouble. A regular guy who says ma'am on the double. I'm a regular guy just like Dawson's Creek. A regular co- guy, just don't call me a geek, a geek, a regular guy. Now, that last part threw me off. I kind of like felt like I already had the flow as I was even just reading it, but that last part really fucked me up. Okay. I feel like this is like a pop punk band. Okay. Uh, maybe something like a Sum 41 or like a Good Charlotte or like a... I don't think a Blink-182, but I'm still going to throw them in there. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to try this. Hold on. Do you do, do, talk for a little bit?
1: Oh, uh, wait. <laughs> I like to, uh, I was going to immediately go to something uh, melodical and just playing with music and sounds, but I didn't okay, do that. Go.
0: I'm a regular guy who stays out of trouble A regular guy who says ma'am on the double A regular guy just like Dawson's Craig I'm a regular guy just don't call me a geek,
1: a geek A regular guy well, that was fan-fucking-tastic, <laughs> and I, I assume Travis fucking loved it. And, oh, really? And Chris probably did, too.
0: I hope so. Will Travis like it because he knew what this is? No, because okay. he
1: likes how you did it. Uh, it's definitely not like that at all. All right. Was I anywhere right with the pop punk? You s- the, yes. The pop is correct. Okay. All right, let's listen to the song regular...
0: Oh. I gotta turn it up. okay. I always turn it down in case a mishap happens. Alright, well let's listen. Which to... Which almost to causes
1: a mishap every time. <laughs> the song Regular Guy by the pop band together. Oh and I'm a regular guy. That's Kevin old Farley old guy. in the background. That's where I want to hear. It's actually the end. A deep, a deep, a guy. <laughs> but each time the song kinda of broke down and did something, but it, it built up every other time. So the only the easiest way to do that was to just give you the end.
0: I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. I gotta
1: say, I think I was still pretty close. <laughs> I wasn't close at all. I don't think that you were close, but I think you I was, did a great job like usual.
0: I was really trying to go for the sound where like a dude has a lip
1: ring in the lower mm-hmm. right,
0: right part of his bottom lip and he's like, well, "You did say."
1: Well, that was that was performed by the bad boy of the group. Oh. So, I watched that show together? Really? Yeah. I watched the hell out of it. I I have both CDs. I <laughs> Recorded the uh, movie when it debuted and watched it all the time. There was a movie. It started with a movie and oh, then okay. turned into a TV show.
0: Oh, I bet I watched the movie. I don't remember the history of it, but I definitely watched it. But I know this: we just had a successful round of guess that melody, right? Oh, oh I fucked up oh, the shit. Sure <laughs> we try it again. Oh. We just had a successful <laughs> round. A successful round of guess,
1: guess that, that melody. melody.
0: Yeah, bang your head.
1: I didn't even get it to the brain dead part, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, we're gonna listen for a bit. I don't really know too much Exodus. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little dive bomb there. <laughs>
1: That's why we put this on in the first place. Brain dead. Some Exodus with Brain Dead. Yeah,
0: any Exodus I've ever heard, he sounds like this. Brain dea.
1: Well, welcome back. We are talking we are back, about
0: man.
1: a first movie for the first annual paxto ween brain dead with both bill peas yeah. and uh, one of the taglines for this movie is from the writer of the original twilight zone comes the most terrifying film of the decade
0: no it's not the most terrifying film of the decade of the entire sir.
1: decade it's horrifying
0: what decade 1920 would have scared people in 1920 i agree
1: it was originally written in 1960. Mm. So at this point of the movie, Bill Pullman's been hit by a car. He's been hit by a car. And he comes back, he's driving to dinner, and he starts getting all weird and paranoid.
0: Yeah, he's doing like really weird things.
1: Like sitting down at the wrong table with he, like a black yeah. couple who clearly isn't his wife. And then when uh, Paxton comes
0: up to get him off the table, he's like, I don't know who you are, sir. I'm like, to Paxton. So he's losing his brain. He's like, and he's drinking really fast. Remember, they bring up the drinks to the table. And oh, just I like do. He just guzzles up. up. So, uh, so they think
1: that he's just wasted and being erratic. But he's definitely being erratic. He's definitely being erratic. He's not wasted.
0: And he's uh, he sees this uh, guy again. This guy in the suit with blood all he over. He keeps who, showing who likes up in the laugh. background. He'll be like,
1: ah, ha, 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 he's ah. a regular clown.
0: He kind of looks like he could be a clown, but they don't clown him up. Like they. White up his face a
1: little bit. Like he's almost like a, a spectral vision. Well, the lighting is interesting. So they want to make him look maniacal for sure. For sure. And
0: that uh, the, they always want that real big contrast of the red, red blood with the white suit. Red, the white red, red
1: blood. His,
0: uh, white face. Because they, well, they white face head. this motherfucker. They white face this motherfucker hard. It's hilarious. Here's an example of really bad acting. Does Bill Pullman sees the red... This white suit guy in the club that they're at getting some buy drinks. Me in the club, and he runs up and he's like, "Hey!" and he puts his hand on the guy's shoulder, and the dude that turns around and is like, "Hey, what are you doing, buddy?" It's it's acted pretty much exactly like that. It's it's very poor so of the time, but as you said, filmed in twenty days, so that was a one shot. Yeah, they could have gotten better actors for stuff like that, I guess. I don't think the acting is... eh, You're right. You're right. It's almost like stage acting. They're like, now what do you say
1: here, boss? So so essentially, he just acts erratic. The guy who is the owner of Eunice is just immediately not interested in, in Dr. Rex. He just seems like he's a total mess. He wants nothing to do with them. He looks very irritated. He does, but he wants
0: everything to do with his brain business. Because they're still talking about what's the name of this thing going to be. And even when he's freaking out, he's, he's talking still, with Jim. Yeah. It's almost just like, leave this guy alone. I just want the profits. You deal with this guy. But it
1: really didn't take but like two minutes for him to get up and leave because he's he just has no patience. For Doctor Rex acting like just a dumb drunk. <laughs> he,
0: uh, this is when Rex also
1: pulls in the. And then again, madness is just moisture on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just starts acting <laughs> so wild. So yeah, the 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 main guy. I don't know if he'd be the CEO or what. He just uh, takes off. Uh, and just no one understands why he's acting the way that he is. But there doesn't also seem to be a lot of intervention. Like his wife is just smiling at him a lot of the time. Cause she's there as well, but she's just like, oh, like when he sat down at the wrong table and yeah. then like Jim went and got him and he looked at her. And when he thought that she was uh, someone was following him on the way to the restaurant and it ended up just being his wife in the car behind him at the That's whole time. Because he'll be like, who, are, who you? are you? And then she's just like, <laughs> ah. like nothing like he's not acting erratic. Just it, it just all seems odd. Because it is odd, man. It's
0: crazy. and then, I can't even keep how all these scenes go in order. In my well, brain. he also
1: imagined when he saw them show up at the restaurant that Jim uh, dipped his wife and kissed her. Like there, there is like a jealousy and a weird paranoia that something's going on behind his mm-hmm. back. So it's pretty much anything that he could be paranoid about. He is now paranoid about like he can't trust his wife and jim he feels like something's going on there and jim's being a sleaze so when all that happens and that guy leaves he's just like you know take my wife take my life that's why i'm here and it doesn't even make any sense it's
0: very strange and i can't like, i can't keep any
1: of these scenes in place because it's just erratic it's erratic he ends up waking up in the hospital and in, in the mental hospital because he's like where am i they're like you're here at lakeside you've been here for a while and then it he's talking to the doctor the doctor who comes in and it ends up being the guy who he's been seeing in his visions the guy in the with the bloody suit yeah and he and then now he's halsey like somehow bill Pullman is then, halsey and then he's like no you're halsey and everyone is calling him halsey so then it's just like who am i and all this stuff is happening yeah,
0: I, I and it's all very confused yeah. and
1: then he has some sort of uh like it's so weird. Like he keeps going through he'll like get out of his room and yeah. he'll he'll see things that aren't really there and then I'd like, like to apologize. And the uh the guys who are like the guards at the mental hospital are absolute cartoonish and then you can just like see them in the background at different times and then they're just like running like cartoons. It's very odd. What yeah. do you need to apologize I about? I need to
0: apologize because I, you were correct. He he does wake up in the bed with his wife first. I can't keep track of how all these scenes go, like he didn't wake up driving the car.
1: I was incorrect. No, he, like... Because it, it was weird because it was, like, him coming through this, like, green glass stained door and it, he, like, looks kind of disoriented. And then I think he's just, like, at home with his wife and he's just like, oh, I had an accident earlier. But, like, doesn't say anything. Like, not like, I got hit by a car and got my head my oh, yeah. head bashed in the, like, windshield. So, yeah, things were just... It, it kind of happened and sprinkled in, but it was just...
0: Yeah, because like
1: we're even before he gets to that
0: hospital where he wakes up as Halsey, the the fuck scene happens. Like according to my notes, we're all over the fucking place. Well, we don't. It, that's fine. Yeah, I know. I don't even know how we to don't talk have about to go movie. chronologically. Well, I just want to talk about the fuck scene because.
1: Well, we, yeah. what well, part of his paranoia, as I did mention recently, yeah. was that he he feared that there was an affair. He swore that there was an affair between Jim and his wife. Mm-hmm. And walks in on them, supposedly well, goes making to, love. Like, his,
0: he goes to his house, and you can see like he was driving, and that fucking guy was like waving at him. The ba- the bad man, the scary man, who's always getting visions. He's like inside the house, and then he's inside the house, and you can see like there's a fire going on somehow, but they never show a fire. But I guess it's the fire of it's passion, like
1: illuminating everything. Because yeah. he
0: goes in and he sees you see some packs inside it, but you get to see some nice packs inside ass. Uh, there's some nudity on the girl. You never you see, see any nipple. Butt. It's just side boob and side butt. Mm-hmm. And then that fucking guy out
1: of nowhere he Comes with an him. ice pick.
0: Yeah, and like, even that scene doesn't make any sense because it's like all of a sudden he's just, they don't have eyes.
1: I think it's because he, I think part of that was them saying that he's Halsey. So then all of a sudden things kind of get violent in his head because Halsey turned violent in his paranoia. Yeah. So then now his, his best friend and his wife have been murdered and their eyes are missing. Because yeah. when he has these visions, there's someone else when that happens. That they, when they're dead, their eyes are just black and missing. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't, I, and there's no explanation as to why eyeballs are missing.
0: I think he just gouged them out with ice picks.
1: Yeah, it's all just—it's not connected to Halsey actually dismembering and hacking up his family. Like, there's no actual connection. Because if it was like the same sort of thing, that it'd make more sense if you saw them in like, I don't know, like a bloody pile of just yeah. <laughs> arms and
0: legs. I—I I feel like I can't. I don't know how to talk about this movie without just saying what I think the whole end is.
1: Well, we do need to talk about Bill Pullman and how a lot of times it looks like he's wearing a suit that's too big for him. That's a side note that I have. <laughs> I also think that that's funny that when he's going through the hospital and he's seeing these things because he thinks that the doctor is trying to torture him and kill him, and like he sees this whole torture like chamber thing, mm-hmm. and he's he does this like frustration and he like punches the air, which looks like he's like punching the wall oh, when he
0: does that real weak ass wall punch. It's, the- it's like.
1: <sighs> uh, 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 and
0: then he starts running down the stairs again It it's is really
1: bad dramatic it's acting It's like soap opera lady uh, It was It's It was awful uh, it Bill was. Pullman I, I, Chris Gibson you can suck a dick <laughs> I know you, you're you trying to Do the Sam thing I think And say that you think that Bill Pullman's better than Bill Paxton You clearly have not seen Well that of your brain just doesn't work And you're brain dead <laughs> I'm just gonna say your brain dead, you're brain dead. if you really think that Bill Pullman is a better actor you're brain dead so, so can I just like spoil the ending so I feel
0: like I can talk about the whole movie because I'm really in a stump here so, <laughs> I'm serious. I don't know how to talk about this without just saying what I think the whole fucking thing is.
1: Well, there are some other, a couple other things that I need, that I want to say, but other than that. Yeah, but
0: what I'm saying is I need much. to say the end so then I can go back on those things. No,
1: I think it's fine to even get to the end now. I think oh. we're fine. Well, there's I got not a lot
0: a- to talk about. I didn't get to talk about.
1: Well, that's your fault. No,
0: it's not because I don't know how to explain this plot line without saying what's going on. He's fucking dead. Bill Pullman is dead
1: when he's, he gets hit by this he's car. He's not dead yet. He's brain dead, and they're trying to save him in the hospital. So it does eventually cut to oh. you see that the doctors are like working on him and trying to save him because he goes into emergency I brain surgery. I think even
0: that's the vision. I think he's in a jar already. I think. You from, think he just died? I think he got and, hit, and they were at the place and they had collected the brain right then when he got hit by the car. I think Brain is out and in, in a jar from that point on. And so everything after that is just these erratic weird But it happened outside
1: visions. the place. You don't think that someone would have just... You think they would have just taken his body inside?
0: So here's what I say. Well, I wanted to talk about the end. When he gets hit by the car, it shows the side of the car, and it has become the logo of the mattress factory that Halsey worked for. This mattress that factory... That happened
1: when he was hit the, yeah. at the
0: very first time. Yeah, both times. When it shows at the beginning and the end. It shows oh, okay. the mat- mattress factory... Side logo that's because he's already been hit. The mattress factory was never real, even in Halsey's brain, it's not real. It's always been, and this is what my interpretation is it's always been this main conglomerate company. When Bill Pullman gets hit and is officially in brain dead zone, in my eyes, he's gone here. There's never a hospital in my eyes. It's, I think, Bill Paul, Bill Paxton hit him. On purpose, in real life, with the car, because I don't think he wanted to actually go into the business or thing. He just got Halsey and what he needed, and now he doesn't need anybody to know what they just did.
1: And but Paxton, they still don't have the numbers.
0: They have Halsey. They don't. They've got it. They he left. Halsey's in that building.
1: Yeah, but didn't they fry Halsey's brain? No, they got Halsey's brain back, and they were gonna put
0: his fucking head back on. They got Halsey back. They've got what they need. Paxton doesn't need Pullman anymore. And Paxton always wanted Pullman's wife. So I'm going to fucking kill Pullman. I'm going to hit him with the fucking car. And we're going to collect this brain. I think that's the whole. That's a stretch. I think that's the whole thing of this movie. And so from when he gets hit from that car, all these scenes that I'm having trouble talking about are because they're erratic brain scenes. When one scene's about to end, a new thing comes in where like all of a sudden, like, Uh, Pullman wakes up in the hospital and Halsey's just next to him and he's like they're trying to tell me that there's no you and that I'm you and that you're me and that doesn't that's not real I feel
1: like that his brain was shorting out because he was dying and he was in a brain dead kind of state but I mean that was my interpretation I think
0: he's in the jar and that's why they said who knows what journey they're on this is that journey is being in that now okay maybe he's not in a jar right after and maybe he went to the hospital but the whole thing even the hospital part at the end i think he's imagining in his head because he's now realizing what has happened because by the end he goes oh so in this brain scan or brain journey maybe yeah they scraped it off maybe they took him to the hospital and tried to save him but i think even the one that they show us in the movie
1: is imagined by bill pullman that's not none nothing is real once he gets Well hit. it did seem weird and this is a note that I have because when Rex does die yeah. during the brain surgery one of the surgeons says party's over when there's like <laughs> when his wife and uh Jim are watching the surgery through a window which uh-huh. is weird and I've never heard of that being a thing other than in like, movies and he's like consoling her he's hugging her Well and I don't disagree that I think that he always wanted his wife. Yeah. I I think that that's part of it and I'm sure like I said He fucks with poise. So I think he definitely got, uh, he realistically would have comforted his wife and whatever. And maybe, but I don't know that that jealousy is paranoia or if that's a jealousy that he's always had because he has always known him and felt weird. They've always been connected.
0: I'm going to say there was a competition from when they were in school, literally looked at each other and said, we both want that girl. Best, better man gets her, and so since day one, even when he got her, he knew that there was a fight. Still,
1: it just seems like a stretch to me with your uh, thought process that he <laughs> would be the one driving the car to just kill him because it was a road, and he almost walked out well, in front of someone else. Well, he as can also well. make
0: it an accident. I'm not saying he was. He got like he wasn't, like he hit it and ran. I think it was. Oh no. This was an accident. I hit my best friend.
1: It just seems like that's a lot of extra <laughs> things to to tie into an 85-minute movie. Well, I
0: think that's what was written. Now, what was made to film, who knows? Like, I think the intention is that. Now, well, I could be completely wrong. It's just my interpretation of it.
1: Well, this is my final thought with everything that happened, because all we do know... Is that he got hit by the car and then he started getting super paranoid and thinking all these things that weren't true, and just every wires were being crossed yeah. it was am I this person this person is are they even real yeah. like all that I think it really sucks that every because you thought that he was uh, they immediately harvested his brain essentially
0: uh pretty much i think not immediately i don't think I'm not saying off the road they did it I'm saying. Within 20 minutes, yes. They have realized he's not going to make it. Take
1: the brain. Okay, so I'm not coming from that standpoint. I'm coming from the standpoint of him actually being brain dead for a while and them trying to save him. And the
0: hospital scene is real.
1: At least to some extent. Maybe his interpretation of it is different. The moment
0: that he actually dies.
1: Something but i my all i saw from a different perspective is that it sucks that everything that he seemed to experience in his brain dead state was not of his entire life it was only <laughs> what he experienced right before he was hit by a car you're right so he didn't have anything happy no happy moments no. it was just paranoia based off no. of what had just happened before he was hit by a car
0: yeah and then like when the uh, in the real world before he gets hit and that guy knocks over the one brain jar and then his brain makes everything extreme, to accentuate on your point. In later in his brain-dead state, every brain gets knocked off of those shelves. So mm-hmm. everything is worse in his brain-dead state. His wife does get fucked. He then kills them both, his best friend and his wife. There were n- it was just
1: no peace. It yeah. was
0: all just... He's a brain surgeon. Or not brain surgeon. He's a brain guy who wakes up and is in the very hospital that he should be studying at instead. And it is the patient... That he was supposed to be fixing. Yeah, it was everything that he <laughs>
1: experienced right before it. It, ha- it was in his immediate short-term yeah. memory, is what seemed to be his uh, just painstaking ending.
0: <laughs> um, I just want to talk about little scenes. I'm not trying to like explain the movie anymore. Okay, because um, I'm one, done. So whenever, cool. whatever when you want Bud, to do. But that whole scene when Bud Court's popping up from the side of the bed and he's trying to explain. He's just like, huh, those are the golden moments of Bud Court. By far, in my opinion, the best because he's not overacting in, his,
1: in those parts. Well, even if he is, I in think this, when he's trying to seem crazy yeah, he and is. unstable, yeah, like and when, when he's trying when to real appeal world, to Bill Pullman in the beginning, quote, real world, he yeah. is extreme.
0: But when he's like, "Look, man, those are the golden moments of him acting," and like when the next scene they're like just in water all of a sudden, and Bud Courts swimming, and he says like. There's monsters in those waters, but they can't get me because it's my dream, not yours. And then he gets eaten. I fucking love that scene.
1: Maybe the overacting in the real life in the beginning when he's just talking to the uh, John Halsey character. Maybe it seems like he's overreacting and that's what's supposed to put the doubt in your head when Jim Reston says, you know, essentially what if he's faking it? Yeah,
0: because you would think that like. A person acting crazy is going to be
1: like. <laughs> yeah, just real like neurotic and shaky. Yeah, you can and even just... watch
0: YouTube videos about people figuring out if someone is mentally ill or not. And they'll be like, yeah, mentally ill people don't do that. Like, yeah. yeah. I forget what it is, but like you either always think the person is there. Where like, there's select moments where like a person would walk through where their imaginary person is. And then that's the moment that the psychologist knows you don't actually think there's a person there. You're just faking it because if you thought there was a person there, you would have walked around them. Weird stuff like that. Yeah. And then one more thing I just wanted to bring up. There's a scene where he's uh Pullman is in the hospital and he's trying to escape. And the guy that's been following him, his name is Conklin. Uh, he's in the hospital and he's the head of the hospital and they're trying to find him and he's running around and he's like almost going into these weird like you said there's torture rooms but it's like each room has its own like
1: theme almost well Conklin is the mattress seller and he's the guy in red and he's the doctor (laughs) like he plays probably the most characters in the movie he does
0: uh, for a second there I was like what if he's the stretch faced guy at the beginning too <laughs> No,
1: I, I, it definitely said it in the credits and I didn't recognize yeah, the I name I looked up the guy he, he the was, face scene and one thing that uh, it was really hard to figure out and if this was the person it was a scene where you could barely see their face and it was very dark Kyle Gass from Tenacious D is credited as being in this movie, but... Did not see him. You don't... I mean, there's a part where these two men in suits, like, go to try and find him and his weird, like, neurotic state when he's yeah. like in the hospital yeah. running around yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to get away from the yeah. doctors and but it's so like shadowy and they just kind of like run into a room and then i still like, don't think
0: that was either him
1: I, he was there was just a balding man who yeah. wasn't thin yeah so if it's anyone it may it could have been him well, i think but at I that time night, well
0: 90 90 maybe he had a little bit of weight on him okay uh, he wasn't fat but Boom. he was just not thin yeah so when he's running around he runs into this room where this girl is decorating the entire room. Oh yeah. And on the walls is just writing the word pussy over and over there, and over. There are and flowers. Over. Yeah, it's flowers. I don't know just... if they're
1: pussy willows. <laughs> it's flower for your flower. Oh my god. <laughs> pussy
0: willow. But yeah, that's that's basically all. Oh, and there's a really cool Bud Court scene where he's like, it's during that bed stuff where he's like, they're coming. I'll hide in the closet. And he runs into the closet and then nobody comes and Bill Pullman gets out of bed to be like, hey, Halsey, get out of here. It's fine. And he opens the closet door and Halsey's just there with his eyes completely yeah, gone. He,
1: that was the other person that, with their eyeballs that gone. That part
0: is like, it got me the first time we saw it. I was like, oh, God, that's... because." People sitting there with their eyes completely gone. It looks creepy. It's creepy,
1: man. It's always
0: been creepy and everything. You don't need like a bunch of gore.
1: You just need the absence of something that's like always there. And the. uh, It's creepy. It's
0: creepy. There's a scene in Freddy versus Jason where there's a girl without eyes. And even that, even though it's CG and it looks bad, it's still just like unsettling. And the very last film, there's words that he says in this movie is like he's figured out he's dead. Mm -hmm. And I think he's a brain on a shelf. Uh, he says, Well, they did huh. put
1: like another brain on a shelf, but yeah. I can't remember if it was him, his yeah. or not. Yeah, I, I assume it was. And it says, He
0: says, Huh, this'll be interesting. Like, even in his jar brain, because his journey isn't over, he knows this is my brain journey now. I'm in this fucking jar, <laughs> which it all goes back to that line who knows what journey they're on?
1: Don't stop <sighs> believing. <laughs> We want.
0: <laughs>
1: that's another band I don't like anything by. None of it. Yeah, I don't think I like it either.
0: But that's Brain Dead, everyone. I suggest we cannot explain this movie. You have to see it if we you have tried, any interest.
1: But you should definitely watch Insane. it. I already said it's on Tubi for free. You just have to watch a handful of commercials. It's not really that bad. The commercials no. really weren't that bad. No, they weren't. It wasn't like I expected. They're a little bit it to repetitive,
0: be. but they get over and out real fast.
1: And you don't have a ton of commercial breaks. No. You don't? It's pretty, it's pretty decent. I, here I am. Maybe doing... every half an hour?
0: Maybe? Yeah. So it was good. I suggest watching it. It's one of the weirdest fucking movies ever. It's very Italian horror. There's another movie called Pre Mutos that it reminded me of as well. There was also just fucking strange scenes.
1: Or The Reanimator. Even Reanimator. No, it's not Reanimator. Reanimator really like is it, way but... more of
0: a fucking A to Z storyline. This is
1: just. Reanimate to a feat.
0: I think the storyline is literally. Stops at the like third of the movie in like the real storyline and then it's just here's a bunch of stuff to look at that's weird and then finish it up at the end
1: and it's just <laughs> questioning his reality yeah. and his perception and what is correct it's just a bunch of art scenes what's real what's not
0: it's like when they wrote it they just or when they figured out how they were going to film it they just sat down and they're like what's this weird scene going to be what's this weird scene going to be oh, it doesn't need to connect to each other at all
1: it's funny <laughs> because before we do this there was a there's a review here. It's the top review for this movie on IMDb, and Please. I do want to read this. Please. And the uh, header is Horrible Ending. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I spent this entire movie trying to figure out how they would tie all of the ends they created together at the end. They can't. As the movie went on and I couldn't figure it out, I thought to myself, they better have a good explanation for all of this. <laughs> Rather than spoil the ending, let me just say that the end of this movie doesn't explain most of the events that took place in it, and the writer completely destroyed a movie that could be good and makes you Uh think for an easy-to-write, disappointing ending. (laughs) I could make a list of the things I saw in the movie that aren't explained at all, and that's without viewing it again.
0: (laughs) It's true. She's correct. Uh, Or he
1: or she. I wouldn't put myself through that disappointment once more. You should. I think this movie needs about five viewings. Until the ending, I thought they took a movie which seemed like it was going to be bad and cranked out a horror flick that made you think. Instead, they made it impossible to watch without it hurting to think.
0: (laughs) All the things you said are true. I cannot argue anything. It's funny that you think it's a
1: woman. Or he or she. I'm sorry. It's a When someone's complaining, I automatically think it's a woman. (laughs) Well, it looks like based on the things that they like and that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I I'm, I'm going to assume that they're uh
0: It could also be a dude. Dudes are very picky about their horror.
1: So, we are finished talking about that movie. We it is time to get to the part of the podcast where it's time to go over some of those things that Sam likes to call. I'm giving you time and you're not taking it appropriately. Now you're I ready. I forgot what Here I was supposed to do. <laughs> it's time for questions. From the Brain Man question, from the Stretch Face Man question. All right, so it is the first annual Ween So I decided to choose this because I do not like Bill Pullman as an actor, and uh, I don't specific. I don't see him, and I'm like, ugh.
0: Should we explain explain why I do this joke all the time? To you the bill pullman versus bill
1: paxton joke i don't know was that worth uh, interrupting me for oh maybe maybe not <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. so because i like bill paxton and i do not like bill pullman and it is easy to get them confused as it was an explanation uh for both of us at different parts of the movie That We would say the wrong person or stumble. It's easy to say the wrong name, but it's not easy
0: at all to get them confused when they are standing next to each other.
1: I specifically chose this movie because it is a movie I didn't know existed. I was very interested to see when I saw that there was a movie that they acted in together. And I'm going to be honest, the front of the movie where it has the face stretched over... And like pinned down, like you said, it uh, it looked intriguing. I oh, was the, just kind of like, I want to see this. I want to yeah. know what what is what this is about. And just again, I had no idea they worked together.
0: The cover sells it. There's there's the cover does everything to make you watch this movie. All
1: right. So now, would you like to explain okay. why?
0: I like to give shit about Bill Paxton matters? and Bill Pullman to Michelle because there's a Simpsons episode where everyone in town is watching a movie. And they say, aimly paid by Bill Paxton. And Homer says, that's Bill Pullman, you clod. Which I've been saying for fucking years whenever Bill Paxton's name is pulled up. And it has driven Michelle crazy now for how long have we been married? Because it's been going on since day one. Too long. (laughs) So it's just always been this little joke that I don't actually believe. Uh, I'm sure there's a Bill Pullman uh, performance that's really good. But for the most part, he I've seems never like seen a, a cheesy guy. I,
1: I've never I wonder seen... how he is in
0: Independence Day.
1: Uh, I think he was just the straight character.
0: He's the president in that one, isn't he?
1: Yeah, but it's not really... The movie isn't about him no, as much. he's barely in it. He's just kind of the decision maker, and he makes serious faces. And he gives that big speech where he's like, We are Americans! Ugh.
0: July 4th, because I think it's on July 4th, because it's Independence Day. That would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that part is scary in that movie where that guy gets the tentacle around his throat and slammed up against the glass and the
1: aliens talk through his throat. That are, part freaked me out. Are we talking about Powderface? Because I think we're talking about Powderface. The guy with
0: the big wild hair and the glasses? Yeah, he
1: was in Star Trek and he was Powderface. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. That's uh-huh. the same guy? It sure is. Data? I don't know. Powder face. My sister and I called him powder face. That's all that mattered. It was the guy in white face <laughs> on Star Trek. White, he had white face. He was a robot, I do believe.
0: That white sounds about face. right.
1: He seemed very emotionless all the time. That oh, must be an easy job to act. That is not the guy. This is what I pulled up. That is not who you're talking about. No, I don't know what that is. I'll
0: figure it out. continue with the rest of it this podcast well I mean.
1: what do i think you thought when i gave this to you i think that you were probably intrigued by seeing the cover of the movie but i don't necessarily think that you were as excited as i am i think that the annual Paxtoween thing was something that you weren't really ready for um so yeah what was your judgment prior to actually watching the movie just from looking at the cover
0: okay my judgment
1: was uh, and of pa- Paxtoween in general.
0: Oh, very excited about Paxtoween. I was very excited about the fried food, and then I fucked it all up. Um, you keep saying that as if it was something
1: that you chose to do. It was. You couldn't I help that you feel bad. I still feel guilty about it, even though it's not technically. I still feel bad about it. Well, I th- I'm just. You feel worse about it than I do. Okay. Let, let the record show that I still feel bad about it.
0: Okay. Um, when I saw this cover, I had two reactions. One was. I can't wait to see what his face thing is. And two, the way this cover looks, I have a feeling this is not going to be a very good movie. As a dude who's watched a lot of, not so much recently, but for about 10 years there with a horror obsession, watching a lot of horror movies, I learned there's certain looks to certain covers that go... They're really doing that so because the movie sucks, so they got to put a lot into the cover.
1: I also introduced you to this by saying it has a seventeen percent Rotten Tomatoes <sighs> so rating. That
0: probably helped. So. No, but my then reaction after that was, I hope it's so bad it's good, and I can't wait to see the two bills in this thing. Like what a combination for us, because I've been doing that shitty joke for so long. It's it was just perfect. And the, your excitement when you found that there was a movie, you literally did one of these. <gasps>
1: <laughs> so I was I excited. I did. And uh, I'm still gonna stand by one hundred percent that Bill P uh the the Axton is better than the Ullman.
0: <laughs> you prefer an Axton after that P. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't mind Bill Palman, but I prefer an Axton after that P too. I what really made me realize because I've seen pieces of uh while you were sleeping, I've seen I've seen Independence Day a lot, I've seen Casper a lot. Um But I've only seen pieces of Spaceballs, and I thought he was awful in it. Like I wanted to like it because I like John Candy, but I like the scenes of them. I just couldn't get into them at all. Are
0: you really into Mel Brooks type humor, though? I don't know, like Blazing Saddles. Never seen it. Naked Gun kind of stuff. No, like I don't think you're real big slapstick. Leslie Nielsen, like not that. But Spaceballs is very like spoofy. It's almost like mad magazine in the form of i also movie.
1: love rick moranis there are aspects of me wanting cause I, I mean i don't know if i started it or if i just saw parts of it and then i couldn't keep watching it because i thought it was so lame you know how old you were i think i was in my i was an adult uh Early 20s, maybe? Plus, it's a
0: Star Wars parody.
1: And I also don't care about Star <laughs> exactly. Wars. Exactly. <laughs> but I feel like I know enough about it. I just don't... I think, Yeah, I don't think the jokes were But you were don't good. like that world, still. I, I didn't mean. think the jokes <laughs> were funny. I thought it was just really cheesy oh, and dumb. you don't
0: think, I see your Schwartz is as big as mine, is funny? <laughs>
1: <laughs> not even a little bit. Not not even a...
0: My favorite mm, joke in Spaceballs is... You got nothing for When me. they're having the little lightsaber Schwartz fight... And uh, Dark Helmet, Rick Moranis... Oh, I know. ...goes over too far and, like, hits a crew guy from behind a camera and, like, slices him down the middle or just cuts, like, his chest open and that guy falls over and dies. I love that whole, like, behind the scenes.
1: I like when movies break goofy that. Goofy for goofy reasons. Yeah. That's
0: why I think I love Stupid Now is because I loved Stupid for stupid Sake even then. And I think you had to be a certain age for those kind of movies to hit for you to actually grow up and still like him because there's no way you would like naked gun right now there's no fucking way but i know we're watching soon
1: (laughs) okay so we watched it twice sam who is your least favorite character in this movie
0: well i'll tell you who my least favorite character in star trek isn't it's data played by brent spiner is that who you're talking about i didn't know brent spiner was that guy in independence day look him up uh, brent just spiner. click on his name and you'll see independence day brent spiner a lot of star trek you gotta get through first yep independence
1: day huh. yeah that was him brent spiner with the hair and the glasses that part freaked me out and the tentacle around the throat okay
0: my least favorite character correct that's what you asked me correct okay there's not that many characters in this movie also correct but i'm gonna give my least favorite character is that ditzy fucking guy that keeps going up the ladder uh, he's an assistant and he keeps knocking over brains.
1: Oh, from the very beginning. He's also
0: the same guy who
1: was originally poking Very strangely
0: brain. pokes the brain and like... Giggles? Pol- Pullman pokes the brain for science reasons. It seems like this assistant pokes the brain to jerk his dick. <laughs> like, he's making it do weird things and he's like...
1: <laughs>
0: it is very weird. And then he's a fucking clumsy asshole. He just doesn't need to be around there at all. He's my least favorite character. And I think may have been the director. Not sure. Looks a lot like him.
1: Huh. Yeah.
0: Couldn't figure it out.
1: I think that that's a really good choice. Um, I didn't think this one through as well. Because I think that in so much of what you get out of these characters are through Bill Pullman's Are through Rex's brain. So it's just really his brain's manic interpretations of everything and his paranoid dying Mm -hmm. state. Even his wife. You don't meet his wife until he's been hit. The only
0: people you meet are like the office people and Paxton and his assistants.
1: Yeah. So because of that, the thing that, that pretty much ruins the movie... Mm-hmm. Would be uh Rex Martin's brain. <laughs>
0: That's really his favorite character as his brain. It is a character.
1: So, because <laughs> I mean it, it's all about brains, no no spinal cords. It's all about brains. It's all about that brain. I agree. It's about that brains. No spinal
0: cords. There's two different Bill Pullman characters in this. There's Bill Pullman before it, and then there's Bill Pullman's brain when he gets hit.
1: Because the whole movie is just yeah, relied off of the malfunctions in his brain. Yeah. So oh. I'm gonna say his brain.
0: What if Okay, this isn't what's going on, but what if those malfunctions are that fucking
1: assistant poking his brain later and regenerating it and putting him in that face? Oh, we didn't say that um by the end he supposedly had the brain surgery and at the very end of the movie he like Bill Pullman's character like rips, you could tell he's had surgery and he like rips his head off oh, and there are yeah. butterflies coming like out that of it. I like that scene.
0: He pulls like the top of his head off and a little yellow butterfly comes out and perches on the edge of his skull.
1: Or his head wound or whatever you want to call it. I like the ripping the head off. I didn't like the butterflies. Oh, I love the
0: butterflies. I thought that was very cool.
1: Ooh, I love the butterflies. (laughs) All right. So who is your most favorite character in this movie? My most favorite character, without question, is homeless man
0: yelling, Shit, piss, fuck, that's my brain. He's got my brain. That's my favorite character by far in this movie. I think Bill Pullman sucked. I think Bill Paxton sucked. Uh, I'll back that up. The second favorite character, Bud Court, by far. Halsey was the best.
1: I just want you to see that, that <laughs> you see that I'm not copying you. That my favorite character was also shit, piss, fuck, cut. God, that's my brain. God, that's my, my brain. Because <laughs> technically, the homeless man is the one who set the whole movie. He set it all off, yeah. And because it was just you know uh, you know this, it was going to be a boring movie until that homeless man. <laughs> Who was just drinking that big <laughs> bottle of booze? Clearly had mental problems, man, of his own.
0: And I think was more together and less manic when he was in Bill Pullman's brain vision. <laughs> like when he first, because he met him yeah, twice. He's
1: like, You remember me?
0: Yeah. And he's like, Nope. Or he's like, Yeah, you're Joe. What does he call him? Uh, you're Joe Work'em Ups or something like that. Joe Camel. Yeah. Uh, something. Uh, so
1: yeah. we both do agree that the homeless man is our favorite character, and I think oh, that yeah. that's a good thing to he's share. Fucking
0: got my fucking brain shut. Fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, would I recommend this movie? No, I think oh. that if you want, if you like bad movies, yes. Okay. most people who don't like to watch bad movies they want the movies that they watch to be good and enjoyable (laughs) um i'm gonna say no it's not for you it's not for me i don't know if it's even for sam but it's for people like sam who like movies like this and like stupid and can just stand to watch something that they know is going to be bad sam would you ever watch this movie again?
0: Uh, not only would I watch this movie again, I would recommend it to certain friends. I think Kent Goldsmith should watch this fucking movie.
1: Really? I
0: would. Wa- I think this movie requires, I've said it a couple times, about five watches. Like It's so weird and so bad that I think I can enjoy it every time I watch it. <laughs> wow. I like this movie. <laughs> I, it, it grew on me. The first time I watched it, I was like, well, you Listen. fell asleep both times.
1: I do have a oh, picture. I did.
0: And then I... And she does have a picture. Isn't something hanging out of my mouth? You, you, of you
1: put a pen in your mouth and then fell asleep. So you're just like... Bleh. And the pen is hanging out of your mouth.
0: Uh, the first time I watched it, I was like, this is rough. This is wild. And then the more I watched it, the more I put it side by side of Italian horror movies that I like and a movie called Premutus that I've already talked about, I end up liking it more and more. I just think it's so weird. Uh... The cover really fucking throws you off on what it's going to be about. Like I don't know what kind of cover they could put on there.
1: Well, that was the very but... beginning of the movie, and I think it was kind of jarring to see... But I, other than that, it would have just been like Bud Court's head open during surgery, right? maybe. Or something. Or, so it or, would have been something or, gory. Or Pullman
0: standing there holding his head open, like with butterflies sitting on the edge of it, maybe. <laughs> I
1: mean, It's the very end of the movie. I don't think they'd want to put That's that on true. the cover. That's true. So rate this 0 out of 10 all over the rock and roll cats.
0: Me first? Yes, you first. I'm currently, and this could go up, I'm going to give this a 5.5 all over the rock and roll cats.
1: Oh, I expected more. No. Saying that
0: you liked it. I still like it. I I like it in bad movie, kitschy movie world. I've got movies that are in this same world that I like much more than this. Okay. But I think with more watching and more seeing Bud Cort act like Bud Cort does in this movie and figuring out the exact lines of shit, piss, fuck, there's my brain, could make this even better.
1: All right. I'm giving this a solid 2.5. <laughs> <laughs> solid.
0: You're never watching this thing again. Never,
1: <laughs> never. There's no reason. How do you feel to. about it?
0: Kicking off the first Paxton weed? I think
1: it's. I think it's fully appropriate. Okay. <laughs> because we are deciphering between Paxton and Pullman, and Pullman's being left in the dust. We are continuing <laughs> forward
0: with Bill Paxton movies. When I told Kent about Paxton weed, he thought it was a whole month's worth. <laughs> oh no. no! No, it's just once a year. On. Mr. Paxton's birthday. Yeah, We're sorry we
1: missed it. We'll do better next time. We will, and I wonder who's <laughs> going to get it next time. We'll see how this I, uh, I feel like it falls. should just always be yours. Well, we'll see. Okay. Because I was not happy that Alien ended wasn't Aliens. Aliens is a good fucking movie. Because you so. would have got
0: uh, not, not only your Paxton, and some really good Paxton, and a lot of Paxton, you would have got some Paul Reiser.
1: Um, I love an adorable Paul Reiser, but I can guarantee you that if it's if I'm next, I know what movie I'm choosing. <laughs> it was already mentioned on this podcast, and it is probably f- one of my Weird favorite movies of tea? his. No, we have not done "Fraternal." Okay. Oh, oh! One. I know what it is. It begins with a T and ends with an S. True Lies has, has a man baby, named baby, Arnold baby, Schwarzenegger baby, baby. in it. <laughs> And Tom Arnold. That movie is fantastic. And Tia Carrere. And we also have Jamie Lee Curtis. That movie oh, yeah. is fantastic. Man,
0: he uh, he really gave Tom Arnold a fucking shot on that movie. And Tom Arnold crushed it. Crushed it. Crushed that fucking movie. Well, He's great in that.
1: So one word, Sam. Describe this movie in one word. Uh, oh, fuck. I always forget about this part. I'll go. Okay, you go. Face. Face. Brain. Brain. <laughs> face brain. Um, brain face. I'm going to go erratic.
0: Erratic is the very good word for this movie. The way it's... F- Imagine being the guy who edited this film. Okay, now I want you to go back to that scene from before. Like, <laughs> just seems like it'd be all over the place. Yeah. And then trying to make sense and having somebody sit down and go, Do you get it? <laughs> No, I don't.
1: Clearly, the <laughs> top review on IMDb also didn't get it. It takes a minimum of two. I did not understand the movie at all, like I said, until I watched it the first time and then read about it. Yeah, I watched it. And then it, it made more sense.
0: thought about it and then specifically watched for certain things the second time. Like, that's when the who knows what journey they're online just fucking hit me like a
1: wall. I was like,
0: oh, that's the fucking mission statement of this whole goddamn movie.
1: Yeah, that that just flew right past me. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Okay. Well, Sam, you're also here to uh, give me whatever you have yes, for are next week. Yes, we're done
0: talking about the movie, and we are not doing a movie. Uh, we're going back to some music, baby. It's Michelle better. already knows what we're doing, and in fact has already listened to it. we are going to business. We are going back in time. We're going back in time to... Uh, I don't know why I did this. <laughs> I don't know why I chose this. It's an album. It's
1: because we've brought it up so many times in conversation. It's an album
0: called Dysfunction from 1999 by America's greatest patron saint, Aaron Lewis, in a band called Stained. That's right, everyone. We're listening to Stained by Dysfunction. Sorry, we're listening to Dysfunction by Stained. That's how we're doing it. It's Fred, in that order. Fred Durst produced Stained. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. There's that one song they do where he's like i can't remember we'll talk about it on that episode we sure will we will all right
1: thanks everyone yeah thanks for hanging out with us on the first annual pax to ween thanks for listening to us as usual and uh we're gonna get on out of here what, yes. what do you think
0: i think it's a good idea to get out of here i think a very appropriately linked episode i'm very happy with that
1: cool i would like to take us out but uh i, I apparently can't because there's just a whole spinny thing happening <laughs> on it god damn it you're such a piece of shit stupid fucking technology aren't you supposed to be techno tool man when you
0: you try to be smooth i'm techno tools not you all right we're out of here all right bye everyone happy paxto weed
1: the fuck are we gonna do now what are we gonna do maybe we could build a fire sing a couple of songs huh why don't we try that we better get back